there, enthusiasts. Welcome back to Hero Talk. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today, we have a full house. I got Goose, Black Dragon, Dark Princess, and Baron Fang. Everybody, welcome back to Hero Talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that was so polite. <laughs> I know. All right, today's topic, we're doing something a little different. Doing something a little different today. Uh, I'm not going to look at a particular film or TV show. Uh, today, our topic is just going to be the worst movies that we could think of. Now, a couple of ground rules I'm going to establish right at the top of the show. Uh, first and foremost, this is still a spoiler podcast. Nothing is off the table. Everything is fair game. You've been warned. All right, moving on. We're only going to be adding movies to this list that we compile as you listen if it received a major theatrical release. So we're, we're tr- just trying to avoid like all of those asylum knockoff movies that come up, like <laughs> no transmorphers or anything like that. We're not going to let any of that fly. Uh, nothing that went straight to video, uh, no direct-to-video sequels, so no Mean Girls 2 or anything like that's going to come up. <laughs> this, this has got to be stuff that hit the theaters that somebody thought was going to be a success, and it it went in down the crapper. That's sort of where we're going with this. All right. um, you don't nec- It doesn't necessarily have to be a movie that is objectively bad. It could just be a movie where you just really didn't like it or didn't like some stuff about it. That's perfectly acceptable. So there's there's no judgments here, except, of course, those rendered perpetually by me against each and every one of you every second of your lives. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So you guys ready to begin? Sure. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm going to start. And I've I've heard some of the ones on your list. I'm really I'm really curious, but we're just gonna go uh, around the circle and until we either run out of time or run out of movies, uh, whichever comes first. <laughs> so I'm starting. Uh, this is probably I, I saw this in the theater actually, which is sad for me, and Bonus I'm not points. proud. Um, it, it's it was borderline unwatchable, but I still sat there and watched the whole thing. God bless me. Spice World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> Before you go on, what the hell were you doing seeing that movie? Like It was a big movie at the did, time. What was what was the excuse to see it? Uh, well, I think the, this movie came out, I was, what, high school, I guess I would have been, oh, and... Yes. So there was, it was a girl then, right? Tell me it was a girl, at least. Yes. Yes, yeah, okay. it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I saw this, and it was every bit as bad... No, uh, I can't say that. It was worse than I thought it would be. Uh, they, they stopped and gave musical numbers in the middle of the thing. Like, it was, it was almost a musical of, of songs from the Spice Girls that you've already heard, you know? <laughs> Like at one point they they're in like a coffee shop and they're they're trying to mimic like that they're writing uh what's the name of that stupid tell you what I want I don't even know what the name of that song is you know what that song is I I don't know the title <laughs> of the song I know the song I can't think of what the actual title wannabe? of that song is wannabe is it wannabe yeah based on the no that that can't be right wannabe no, said it's wannabe what, what if you wanna be my lover. Oh, the title doesn't even God. make. All right. Anyway, so they sing "Wannabe." I guess I, man, if you gave me a hundred years, I couldn't have come up with that as the title <laughs> to the song. Um, yeah, I'm not they, proud. Yeah, they sing "Wannabe," and it was, uh, man, it was a miserable experience. <laughs> It was so bad. I can't believe I, I actually sat through it. Other than that, I, I already paid the ticket price. I really stood nothing to lose, but wow. Anybody else see that? I, I mean, I, no. I was a huge Spice Girls fan, and at that age, I was obsessed. I watched the movie numerous times. I almost broke the VHS tape, so yes, I've seen it. 
<laughs> wow, so you really kind of went a different angle on this than I went I, a different <laughs> angle, but I can completely understand why you hated it with a passion. Because it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. You basically had to be a very young girl to appreciate Spice World. I I I, I think that's probably fairly accurate. I would imagine that if I was yeah. a fairly young girl who was silly girly into the Spice Girls, yeah. All right, so so that's that's I think starting off on the right foot. All right, yeah. Mm. All right, so Setting the tone. All right, so we're gonna move on since most of us didn't see it, and and those who did liked it at the time. <laughs> and won't <laughs> admit it. Yeah. So Goose, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna right. start with you. Go. What what's what's your what is your contribution to the list? My contribution also is one that I saw in theaters, and I'm not entirely proud of it. And that's the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, number three Yay. on my list, by the way. Number three on my list. Also nice. saw it in the theaters. I did. I um I own this one on DVD too. I saw it in like the the like the, the cheap bargain. Like you know how Walmart has like the five dollar bargain bin, and then sometimes when those don't sell and they're really trying to get done with it, they'll sometimes put like the one dollar bargain bin next to the five dollar bin. <laughs> well, I saw Super Mario Brothers in the one dollar bin, and I'm like, oh, this movie was awful. I have to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> here's a little here's a trivia for you what what actor tragically does spice world and super mario have in common john leguizamo no dennis hopper no bob, bob hoskins bob hoskins no. bob, really bob hoskins was in spice world he was that's rest his soul oh my god yeah. oh bob hoskins a hero talk favorite yes oh man that he was a professional and if there was a paycheck in it he went out there and god bless him he did his job <laughs> <laughs> What's funny, a little bit of behind the scenes on the Mario Brothers movie is that he and Leguizamo both, by the, I believe it said the fifth day, were already convinced the movie was going to be terrible and were literally just chugging tequila on set. <laughs> I see this and I say to myself, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. When you it, it carried over into the performances, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I, Bob Hoskins, I don't think, had any idea what Mario was. You know, I, I think for him, he was just like, all right, sure, it's based on one of those video game things. And ironically, he was the best part of the movie. Don Leguizambo had played it, I think, but he just he wasn't really super into it, but... Super into it, Greg? Oh. <laughs> no, but I, this movie, it was, it was bad. I, I yeah. mean, I remember watching it, like, and I, I went with my dad to see this in the theaters, and I remember thinking, like, when are they going to do some stuff from the game? I mean, you were two-thirds of the way through the movie before Mario started wearing red and Luigi started wearing green. And it's Princess Daisy, who is the princess from, like, the handheld Mario system games. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, and then she's into, like, Luigi, and I'm like, this is kind of throwing my whole world for a loop. Like, I, when it, when the whole movie starts at the beginning with a voiceover from Jod Leguizambo, basically trying to give you a real quick brief on how evolution works, it was, I'm like, I don't know what kind of movie I'm in right now. <laughs> It's right at that point when you realize, oh, I've stepped in something, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the, the whole thing, just, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Not that I'm going to do a full-blown hero talk, nitpick, cinema sins ripoff here, but I mean, the, the, the Koopa's plot doesn't make sense. Also, Koopa is Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Not with makeup, like not in a suit. <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah, he's Dennis Hopper. Uh, about the only thing that was really like straight up out of the video game, one for one, was the bombs. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, 
I think that's about it. <laughs> and didn't they didn't they use the Super Scope Six as a prop in there for one of the the evolution cannon? Yes. yes yeah, I did. can vaguely remember <laughs> something something like that making its way in, which was you know just cringeworthy. Uh, yeah. Yoshi was this uh man. He was a Jurassic was, Park raptor. Yeah. Everything was bad about it, and so <laughs> it was like a really really bad take on Blade Runner. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I want to know the first... I, I really want to know. I want to know what happened at the meetings. The guy who played Super Mario Brothers and was like, no, here's what I'm thinking. It's a dark, dystopian future <laughs> in a different world where the dinosaurs were zapped to from the asteroid, but a chunk of the asteroid went missing, which would have sealed the... I, I can't even say that. I, I just... It sounds so stupid. This is what mm. happens when you write on mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what would make that sound even better is if you did it in a movie trailer guy voice. This is what happens when you write on mushrooms. <laughs> in a world. Yeah. In a world with mushrooms. I, I, was ex- I was expecting it would be something in line with the live action bits before the Mario cartoons that I watched when I was a kid. You know, Captain Lou Albano and all that. Yeah, but Captain Lou. Uh, no, it was not. No. I, I would have I would have preferred that, honestly. Oh, man. It was so bad. It, the, one of the mantras of the film was the phrase, trust the fungus. <laughs> I, I can't make There's that up. Phrase- never want to hear trust the fungus like because it, it wasn't the whole idea that the the mushroom king was devolved into fungus but he was like he was still sentient and controlling the fungus to help the mario brothers yes like and one like the their their car chase the car chase in mario Brothers. that's what i think when i think mario brothers <laughs> i think car chase and i think you know riding mattresses down frozen shoots because mario <laughs> does that all the time could have at least had him in go-karts sure. for that. yeah yeah the goombas the goombas were just big lizard things <laughs> i mean how else would you imagine them yeah <sighs> <laughs> I pressed the button. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Come and get it, lizard breath. That was a line. That was a line from the movie. Oh. I'll be honest. I half expected as bizarre as it was. I half expected when he started turning people into monkeys. I was expecting, like, is this how they're going to explain Donkey Kong? <laughs> <laughs> it could have. Oh, man. Oh, I'm trying to... Wasn't... Now, Big Bertha was like the big fish that would swallow you whole in, in Super Mario Brothers 3. And I want to say it was just a woman in a spiked dress. That's yep. correct. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good call, Goose. This was this was a bad movie. It came right off my list. I, it was going to get mentioned in this podcast one way or the other. All right. Uh, Vernon, you're up. What, what, do you, what do you got for us? Oh, so many that I regretted buying the ticket when the, when the movie started. But uh, let's see here. Uh, I've got a lot of them. Um, let's see. So I'm just going to flip a coin and... Okay, Spider-Man 3. Um, oh. So I saw that in theaters. Um, I was very proud <laughs> because I was I was in college. I was making a little bit of money. I purchased a ticket for my now ex-girlfriend and her friend because, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, so with that... Um, yeah, I, I was really disappointed. I was so upset, and I couldn't talk to anybody about it because the girls that I were with knew nothing about it. So <laughs> that that uh, that I had to sit with that and stew in that frustration over why why Harry's butler didn't tell him that his dad <laughs> killed himself. Why the venom was shoehorned in there and. Topher what? Grace's Venom. That's that's the apparently, unforgivable part. Apparently, yeah. Topher Grace, who looks nothing like Eddie Brock, is 
is is just venom and he's smiley and i don't like his face um and i knew him from the 70s show so i wasn't like i i didn't like him already and i was like all right well maybe maybe that was just a cheesy performance no no he's terrible in this movie and so and then gwen stacy's packed in there and peter's doing this disco saturday night fever strut and dance number yeah dance jazz number what the hell thing the worst thing about Topher Grace being Venom is they literally already had a guy who they had set up who could easily have been a villain who went to space in the second movie. Yeah, it wouldn't have been Eddie Brock, but neither was this. So, I mean, yeah. Could could it at least look like Eddie Brock? Like, the whole point of Venom is that he's this big dude, you know? Like, he's like, I'm Spider-Man, but I'm, like, more powerful, I'm stronger, I'm bigger. And they're like, no, let's just get another guy who looks exactly like Spider-Man, and let's do it that way. We're gonna try to make you intimidated by Eric Foreman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, Red Foreman's just gonna come here and smack Venom around and... (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's a deleted scene that we not only need, but deserve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, that that uh, that frickin' movie, and just uh, all right, Mary Jane. If you're being quote unquote blackmailed to break up with Peter, and there's no one there listening to the conversation, why do you have to break up with him to cause more <laughs> to cause more drama? Only to then be a damsel in distress later on. Do we need to care about that? No, no, we don't. <laughs> oh, oh, um, so, yeah. that, so that, that was a that was a coin toss. So um, I'm pretty sure we'll get to my next one. But uh, but yeah, Spider Man three. Spider Man three. That was a that was a good pick because I, I'm I'm actually as as we're talking about it, I'm getting a little angry thinking about Spider Man three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, I, went, I went to see that one in the theaters alone. I was just like it was. I was between commands in the service, and I, I basically, so I, I just get to this new command. I know nobody, you know, and it's it's just very sad, depressing time between commands like that, because you just, you know, nobody, you haven't met anyone yet. And so I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And so I just went to the theater one night, because I'm like, oh, well, maybe at least I can go out. And this is the movie I watched. I come back in like, oh, wow, what? Hope that's not a sign of things to come. <laughs> Wow. Oh anyway, God. yeah. So that's bad. Well, All right. At least you could walk out. I couldn't leave. Like, <laughs> oh, I yeah, had that's two, true. I had two other people with me, and one of them was my ride. Oh. <laughs> that's yeah, that was that's it. Was not a good. I I remember watching it. Like the the thing that really stuck with me about the end of that movie is huge plot point. There is like it turns out Sandman was actually the one who was responsible for killing Uncle Ben, which is kind of dumb, but whatever. You got to find some way to make it relevant. And so he gets to the end, and Sandman basically says like, "I'm sorry about killing Uncle Ben, but uh, my little girl was sick." And Spider Man's all like, "All right, then we're cool." Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. You didn't you didn't later. tell me she was sick. Do you need to kill Aunt May too? Is, would that help? Like, like that doesn't make it better. Like he just seems to say like, "Sorry, she was sick. I'm just gonna float away on air now. I was just stealing stuff." But I and guess she's I'm... still sick by the end of the movie. It's yeah, not like that was sick. resolved. Nothing got fixed. Like that whole thing just remained completely unresolved. It was uh, all right. Anyway, that was bad and stupid. And we're gonna move on because that might be a hero talk someday. I don't know. Probably not. I'm so angry <laughs> thinking about it right now. I don't ever want to. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff, you're you're next in the rotation. What what do you have? Yeah, I got to go back to uh, 2001, a uh, film I saw in the theaters, uh, The Musketeer. Uh, and even back in 2001, there had been more than enough adaptations of uh, Musketeer material, better adaptations. It was just horrendously bad. 
uh, now it had some big name actors in it, you know, Stephen Ree, uh, Catherine Deneuve is in the movie for God's sake. Tim Roth is in the middle of like a, a 15 year period where all he did was play the same costume period piece, bad guy over and over again, basically. And he's basically the same here. Uh, it was horrendous. And one of the things that was most horrendous about it is for this was in the middle of the let's hire the Chinese stunt choreographer fad for every film. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they were using Hong Kong style choreography in the middle of, of a, a swashbuckling film. There were guys fighting on the end of ropes up swinging back and forth at one another bouncing yeah. around oh yeah because crouching that... tiger hidden dragon had come out and then basically yeah. everyone wanted to sort of mimic that sort of thing there was this ladder fight where two guys fought one another between like six sets of ladders going up a silo or something that was just ridiculous it, it was literally <laughs> like something out of crouching tiger you know it was just the most tone deaf film you know and, and it's not like i have any great reverence for the material but it was just so off-putting uh, the lead actor was terrible. I can't even remember the guy's name. Uh, Mena Savari was the love interest. Need I say oh, more? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, this was a film that I would have walked out of, but unfortunately, I had been gifted the tickets by a couple other people who had won them. So you can't really, you know, you're in a group of four or five people. You're all seeing it for free at someone's, you know, gift. You can't really. <laughs> in that situation it it was just awful and so many really decent actors are in it but and and, you know i've enjoyed like i i i I don't know if i'm alone here but the man in the iron mask is a guilty pleasure movie for me it sure is i love that movie i love the crap (laughs) out of that movie yeah but this is just like and i and obviously it's set a little later when d'artagnan's younger and the other three are a bit older but oh my goodness it's bad and and yeah, one of the worst movies I've seen in the in the theater, and I've seen Super Mario Brothers in the theater, so I I know whereof I speak. Oh, yeah, no, I I got you there. All right, <laughs> I'd never he- I'd never heard of this movie, so I looked it up, and I'm looking at the poster. There's a reason like, for that, <laughs> as you as you've never seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's part of the danger terrible. of doing one of these. Cause sometimes, like if you're saying the worst movie, there's people who have not seen it because it was so bad it didn't hang out very long. We need to now mm. have Vernon watch it and review it. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Totally. Yeah, yeah, let's let's make that happen. <laughs> All right. So, Jen, I gotta be honest, I am really looking forward to hearing what you have to say, because I'm sure you have seen some movies I haven't even heard of, so, oh, what, what do you... <laughs> Um, I wasn't sure where to start. You know what? I'm just gonna get this one out of the way, because it makes me very angry, and it's called Oculus. It came out in 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I actually wrote an attic article about this where I ripped it apart like I've never talked about any other movie in my life. It's 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 rage inducing. It's so bad. <laughs> Number 1, it starts off where this this brother and sister had a tough childhood. Um there there's some both of their parents are dead and there's some question about how that came to be. On the boy's 21st birthday, he's being released from a mental institution because he killed his parents. So this is like first five minutes. Like you quickly find out, okay, he killed them at a young age. So he gets released. His sister picks him up. 
Basically, <laughs> the story. The audible sigh, just... I think, is what's selling the story right now. <laughs> it's really bad. Is it? Can this, we just move on giant, to the next one on the list? This, no, no. Let me just quickly tell you the, the, the synopsis. This giant mirror is haunted in some weird way. It has apparently gotten all these other people to hallucinate and die and or kill each other in in you know past decades. It's been around for ages, apparently. For whatever reason, this father bought this mirror for an extreme amount of money for no good reason. They know, I don't even think they explain that. The mirror proceeds to drive him crazy in an Amityville horror kind of way. He becomes abusive. Eventually, in self-defense, the kid has to kill him after he's killed their mom. It's a nuts, nutso story. But he gets released, and his sister, she is so cold and so calloused about this that all she cares about is proving that the mirror is haunted. I understand her wanting to do this, but she's completely heartless about her little brother who just got out of an institution and is probably really messed up. She brings her brother back to this house. She brings an innocent dog around and brings an innocent dog around for her little scientific tests. It's like she's in science class. She brings this dog around. Her fiancé is around. She doesn't give a damn. Like, there there is no heart... There's no, she's just, I, I want to reach through the screen and punch her in the face. Like, it's just, it's so, it makes no sense. None of it. I, I just, I, I can't even form sentences. You would think, because like, I've seen it as well. You would think that, right. like, you would think that um she would be more sensitive to what happened because she was involved with it and her brother I had to protect, to protect her. her little brother, maybe. Yeah. Or this dog or her fiance or her own life. And it was like she goes in like Egon, like like setting up all these experiments with lights and this and eating <laughs> and, and and plants and, and eating. Yeah, she leaves the, the apparently the 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 mirror feeds on life. Um, so like it 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 feeds on the life around it. So it kills the plants. It kills the dog. Um, and so like she it proves that you know she was right and the mirror is alive. Um, but yeah, it's like she goes about it in like the crappiest way. <laughs> And she's like sacrificing this poor little dog. And I, Greg, I know you got a soft spot for dogs too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's deplorable. It's yeah. just, I, I could not. It doesn't not... endear you to the character that no, you're allegedly yeah. supposed to be behind in this whole thing. Yeah. The only one I ever feel kind of bad for is the kid, the the boy who's meant been mental his whole life because he killed his dad and you know just lost his marbles. But. It's just none of it is scary for a horror movie. It's not scary at all. It's just it's hard to Doesn't watch. Doesn't sound scary. <laughs> there there are a few really like disgusting like stomach churning moments. It's just it's just gore that they threw in to try to make it quote horror. Yeah. Scary, Every TV spot not. for this movie included that scene where the person bites into the light bulb because they think it's an apple. Oh yes. yeah yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just pissed off watching that. I wanted to be like, yeah, you chew it, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, just so angry. So, so I never watched this, but oh. around the time this movie came out, I was watching a lot of Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. And the, Bar Rescue. It's the show where John Taffer goes in the bar, he swears at a bunch of people, then they change the name of the bar, and then everyone's happy, and then it usually shuts down a few months later because if you're, oh, so your it's, crappy it's, bar, changing the name is going to help. It's, it's kitchen, kitchen nightmares. nightmares. <laughs> yeah, but for oh, bars and okay. nightmares. Just bar. <laughs> so there was there was a promotional tie-in with Oculus. So they show oh. a commercial, okay. like like for the and it's like John Taffer walking into some bar, like going like, "Where is everybody? What's going on here?" And then he finds the Oculus mirror in the back. 
and then like it shows the Oculus like changing him, and then you're supposed to go to the website to decide how the Oculus changes his behavior oh, and like Lord. how to watch it like with with him doing the rest of the bar rescue. It was next thing you know, he's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, it was it was really <laughs> really odd. Yeah. Wow. You know the uh, weirdest part about that movie it was actually made by WWE Studios. Figures what? that one out. What? What? Was there a I'm wrestler? Sorry, the wrestling company? Yeah, what? that's the most. That's probably the most bizarre part about the movie because it has nothing to do with them. None of their people in it. Yet they're the ones who are behind it. Like, why? Usually, when they make a movie, they put one of their people in it. Oh yeah, one of their people in, it and they promote the hell out of it. They were clearly were ashamed of this one because they didn't even hardly mention it. I only knew about it after I saw it. I was like, during the credits, I saw their logo. I was like. What the hell did they have to do with this? <laughs> and these are the people who promoted See No Evil, so just take that for what it's worth. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any wrestling names in this. I didn't even I didn't know that until just now. No, I didn't either. I'm on the IMDB page. There's nothing here. Alright. <laughs> okay. So now we're back to me. This one this one broke my heart. This Uh-oh. is this was a comic book movie, a character that I love. Absolutely love in the comic books. Um uh. One of my all-time favorites, and then he finally gets his own movie, and it was awful and unwatchable. And I mean, the premise was great; every everything was it's all set, and then they go to do it, and they just they it's they just screw the pooch. I'm talking about Jonah Hex. Oh, uh, yeah. The most notable thing I remember about that movie was Megan Fox being in it. Me- Megan Fox was uh, gratuitous is the only way to describe her. <laughs> oh no, kidding! I believe it. It's it was it was so. Uh, <laughs> at one point in the movie, and I can't even explain what happens when the main characters are like phasing off with each other. Suddenly, they take you to some like mystical higher plane, and Jonah Hex rises up out of red sand, and then they fight there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching, and and so this one was a red box rental, so I can't get too mad. Ninety nine cents. Uh, it was Thanksgiving night too, so not a lot to be thankful for. Uh, but I'm I'm watching this. I'm like, what? What am I watching right now? Like, what is? I mean. Now, great, there, weird stuff tends to happen in the Jonah Hex comics, but they gave him, like, this weird superpower where he could temporarily reanimate the dead so we could talk to him. Oh. And you're like, why Why would you do that? Like, I was even willing to forgive that, because I'm like, again, weird stuff happens in Jonah Hex comic books, so I wouldn't be surprised to read a book, you know, next week where Jonah Hex got this power for a little while and was able to, to do this. To, to, to Yeah, that could happen. But it was it was so strange. I got a really, really big Wild Wild West vibe from it. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, did anyone yeah. else see it? Because this was this was nope. bad. Yes, I saw it. I actually saw it in the theaters. I'm ashamed to admit. Because I, I wanted because like, Goose, I really did, but it left the theaters too soon for me to see. Yeah, much like Greg, I've always been a fan of Jonah Hex. I was really looking forward to this, and then I really wasn't. <laughs> I was I it's yeah. I was nice to see Jonah Hex show up in uh, the Legends of Tomorrow so I could see a decent portrayal. Yes, that was that was it. I was excited. Yeah. So and I think the only person who could have been more relieved than that would be maybe Tom Jane. Tom Jane really wanted to play Jonah Hex. He loves the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Josh, he, I mean, he even like Tom Jane actually got like his face done like Jonah Hex to kind of say like, see, I can look like Jonah Hex. And they went with Josh mm-hmm. Brolin. And as it turns out, the movie was uh, a piece of junk. So Tom Jane, you're out there. You keep hope, buddy. Someday. <laughs> you lucked out, man. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. That's enough for that. I, there, no, not enough people saw it. And quite frankly, I don't want to talk about Jonah Hex. It was just bad. There's nothing redeemable about Uh-oh. All right. Uh, Goose, What's what, what do you got? What's next? All right. I'd feel remiss if I didn't put this on the list. 
Highlander 2, The Quickening. <laughs> oh, man. This, this this is a movie that this movie physically hurt me when I saw it. This all oh, this movie is so bad. It's so bad they just completely dismissed that it ever happened and moved on with the series. Yeah. I just I think the best line you could even think of even if you're trying to describe it is Sean Connery is shocked he found a movie worse than Zardoz. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. I mean yeah, I mean when a movie is so bad they give it the Halloween three treatment, you know it's bad. Oh yes. <laughs> well it turns still, out I we're aliens remember. from another planet. <laughs> exactly. I still remember because I this is when I went to day one release. I was so excited. Then I saw it and eight minutes in, I was just like, Okay, we can go. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they went to Zeist, I was done. <laughs> Well, I I would really love to know who is driving that decision. Like, let's just make them aliens. That'll make it cool, right? Kids like aliens. It was such a cool concept, and they and they screwed it up. You know, like it was such, the, the first movie was such an interesting concept, and the second film does everything it can to ruin the mystique of, uh, and the coolness of it, and yeah. turns it into this weird generic sci-fi crap. Yeah, I mean. I, the only thing good I can say about it is that I like Michael Ironside a lot. I'll watch him in anything, but it's borderline whether it's he's worth watching in this because the rest of the movie is so crap. It's I, I have never finished it. Truth be told, I can't. I tried once. I really did. I was really trying to push through the Highlander series, uh, the series of movies, not the, the actual series with the other McLeod guy, <laughs> which yeah. I think is on Netflix still, if you're interested. I think I, it I, is, yeah. I could not get through that either, FYI. The only time I actually sat through and watched it is I was going through the Walmart bargain bin we were talking about earlier, and I found a movie called Highlander The Source. And so I wanted to catch up on all the Highlanders, so I was prepared for this one. And, well, the moral of the story is don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, Highlander 2. Good Good call. That's a bad movie. All right. Uh, Vernon, what do you you got for us? Oh, boy. Another coin toss. Um, I'll go with the one I was embarrassed to see, which was... (laughs) From Justin to Kelly. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. Even I didn't no. see that. Whoa. That's that's that American Idol spinoff thing. Yep, it was after the first series aired. It, it was. <laughs> it was after the first one. season aired. Kelly Clarkson won, and they made a spinoff movie with the two of them. Yep. And I was so embarrassed that I made my mom take me to see it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, oh wow. This has reached a new low here on Hero Talk. Wow. Vernon, Vernon wins. <laughs> Listen, you think Spice, <laughs> think Spice World was bad? Well... <laughs> dear 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 how did oh i i really been about like what kind of plot was, was it a musical where they sang oh, a man. yes and i uh, to be honest all i remember was being super embarrassed the entire time because i because as t- <laughs> sorry um okay so there <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't say. Okay, so they meet. Um, they meet at like spring break in Florida or something like that, oh. and like they're singing about love, and and they they come together and. Uh, just stop. I was just, no. Just, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. I asked. I well, honest to goodness. I regret from American Idol. You. From American I, Idol, I was rooting for Justin to win, and I was so mad that he didn't win. I, I wanted to decide that I had just moved on to Jeff's. <laughs> Broke Greg. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't believe people actually. I thought that movie was a prank. Somebody. <laughs> <trying to forget. laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't think anyone actually ever saw it. Uh, I wow. saw it. You went to see it, it in the theater with in your mother. The theater. Well, because my, my dad wouldn't do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why he wouldn't do it. I'm not mad, son. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Mom, if you're watching this, thank you, but I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. Jeff, please. I, 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 need, I need a lifeline here. Um, well, this is one that uh, I know a lot of people like this film. I mean, it's one of the sort of dic- dictionary definitions of cult films, but I just can't stand it. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. What? Oh. Okay, see, now we have words. <sighs> I love Rocky Horror. I, I cannot stand Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, I'll tell anyone who will listen. I, I just, you know, as, as much as I respect Tim Curry, and he, I have to admit, uh, he's a he's a highlight for the film. He, he, he you know, played an he, amazing Dr. Frankenfurt. Yeah, I mean, look, he's Tim Curry's great in everything, really. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. This, if the film has a saving grace, it's him. But now, granted, I don't really care for musicals to begin with but i i found this one particularly awful and it, it's not it's not any of the you know that the cult stuff that's comes out comes out of it like like i i'll say that i'm actually a fan of the film the room and it is one of those you know so bad it's good movies people will go to the screenings throw shit at the screen Vern and i were just riffing on it before I, I, it's not that side of things that, that I hate. It's just, I can't stand the film. I can't stand the music. It's, I, I don't even know that I can go into a huge amount of detail about it, but I just, it, I don't understand what people find so, uh, enjoyable about it. And I, I, like, I mean, I even like Susan Sarandon in most things that I see her in, but she's just annoying in this. Most of the supporting cast is terrible. I, I don't even really think the music is that interesting as or, or memorable as musicals go. I, what yeah, am I hearing right now? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've just, I've never liked it and I it's, yeah, it, it's just painful for me and, and it's one of those ones that I, you know, I know a lot of people like and it's it's uh, not a popular opinion, I, I guess, even among people who are passing fans, but yeah, I've, I've always really had it in for that film. <laughs> All right, so I love that film. I have seen it at least like seventy times. Wow! Honestly, I've I've seen some of the live shows. Uh, I'd love to see one in a big venue. I've only ever seen small venue shows, but I think it's more fun in small venue. Too many people, and then it's just like uh, it's just people shouting and screaming and throwing stuff. But yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, I thought I think it's funny. Uh, it really resonated with me. I love the music. Actually, uh, I've memorized most of the songs by this point. Um, <laughs> a lot of which I'm not going to repeat for Hero Talk. But uh, no, I guess. I guess if if that movie just misses the mark though, it's not like it's going to be apologetic for it. If if it misses the mark, uh, it's no, not oh, going yeah. to backtrack on you. It's going to just keep missing the mark. But yeah, uh, now, I will say there is a Tim Curry cult film that I do love, and that's Clue. And that's another film that that is not definitely not for everybody. Uh, and <laughs> like, once again, he's great in it. He makes the freaking movie. But uh, yeah. yeah, so it's, uh, certainly I do. There are Tim Curry movies that take place in spooky mansions that I like. It's just. Uh, uh, it's Clue. It's not. I love Clue. Not... That's going to be a hero talk someday, man. I love the yes. crap out of Clue. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that in years. I, I need an excuse to see it. Again, I have so. not seen that in months. I own the DVD and it <laughs> it gets rotation. Yeah, because it's 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 one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, and I, I absolutely love it. All right, so Jeff with a swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Jen, what do you have? Um, this is actually another one that a lot of people like, a lot of people rave about. I really, really, really don't like the original Amityville horror movie. Ugh. Um, I actually I, quite I don't like, like it either, honestly. I really like the remake because I feel like they just went more scary with it, more you know, creepy haunted house. See, I never saw the remake but, because I didn't like Amityville Horror. I'm like, well, why would I want to see them remake it? The remake to me is actually way better, and I know that that's like you don't say that, but I'll say it. Whatever, the remake's way better. The original, In this case, I, I find. Concur with you. Well, I, listen, there are cases where the remake is re better, or, 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 or sorry, where the remake is better. I'm thinking 310 to Yuma, right off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah, Amityville, I just, I find it incredibly boring. I don't know how anyone ever thought that it was terrifying, and I know that it came out decades ago, but I don't care. I mean, I find Psycho way scarier, and that came out in, what, 1960? Like, I just, I'm so bored. I can't even say exactly anything else. It's not, the acting is terrible, although it's kind of mediocre, you know, I'm very fascinated by the story. I'll read a book, I'll watch a documentary, I'll get anything I can get my hands on about the actual story with the Amityville haunting. But the original movie I just found incredibly boring. And it's just, I, I still don't understand why people like it so much. Yeah, I, I can see that. I'm kind of with you on that one. That was it, It's considered a classic, and yeah. I just, I never really got into it. Of course, I don't like Psycho, which is kind of weird, too. You so. don't? No, I really don't. I mean, I know it's Hitchcock, and I love most things oh. that Hitchcock does, but I just, I never Anthony really Perkins, got... too. I mean, yeah. I've, I've been watching Psycho my whole life, but anytime I watch it, even now, it just blows me away. Yeah. I mean, there's, but... there's good part. I mean, the shower scene is probably one of the best directed scenes in cinema, but right. I just, the shower scene can't save that movie. I thought the falling down the stairs part was, was actually really well done. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, oh, I just. Oh, okay. All right. All right apparently, I'm going to alone on that because nobody had anything to contribute. No, to me, every second of Psycho is genius and glorious and perfect and wondrous. I've been watching it since I was a little kid and I adore it. So I have nothing bad to say about it. But And one of the other things yeah. that I have to say about Psycho is that it's one of those movies, since it's been out forever, is like by the time I finally got around to seeing it, I knew the twist. Ooh, see, I didn't know the twist because I was like five years old. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a different issue that we're not. I'm not remotely qualified to talk about. But, uh, but yeah, I already knew the twist because uh, I think I want to say I saw the Vince Vaughn one first. Oh no, you didn't really. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry I feel for so you. Bad for you, Gray. I feel bad. For, yeah, that's, I'm not yeah. Happy. I feel bad for you. <laughs> Ouch. I'm disappointed. Because mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn, I adore that man. He is no Anthony Perkins. I mean, like I said, to this day, when I sit there and I sit down and I watch that scene where they're in the back room and they're talking, and he basically just has this monologue. It's I can't even put it into words. It's so good. And then when I watch Vince Vaughn deliver the same lines, trying to say it the way that Perkins said it, no, he, no. He's so not, he's when so when he not says we all go a little crazy sometimes, I'm saying when Vince Vaughn says it, it doesn't have the same weight. No, nothing he says has the same weight. Yeah. 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 It's, I don't understand why that remake happened. Shot for shot. I mean, even like Vernon mentioned, the falling down the stairs, they, they shot it the same way. Like shot for shot. It was a complete copy. Why are you going to do that then? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. All right, so that's fair. Okay. Uh, yeah, Amityville, don't like it. Anyone else? Amityville. <laughs> no. I never saw it. Right. Goose? You said you 
Have you seen it? Yeah, the the original Amityville, like you said, I was definitely not a fan of it. Mostly because it just comes off as way too much like camp, and not enough genuine horror. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, that's fair. All right. All right, now to me. Um, all right, so in keeping with what everyone's going to say, I've decided I've been saving this one for the right time. This is a movie that has a, a lot of people genuinely love it. I can't say that objectively it's it's really bad in that, like, there's a lot that was good in this movie. Uh, and it'll probably be a hero talk someday, but, man, there was just some stuff that this movie did that just... It, it changed the whole lore behind the movie in a way that bothers me and makes me angry. And I think it earned a place on my list because of this. Serenity. Oh, come on. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I dislike that this movie is even a thing. It, it, it basically, it took River and turned her into some sort of psycho ninja, which I don't like. It killed Wash, which makes me angry. It killed Book, makes me angrier. And then when this Mr. Millennium guy dies, because it's a movie and they're trying to play for a new audience, they pretend like he was somehow some equally important person to Book and Wash. They're all together when they, when they put them, when they put their memorial up. And I'm like, no, this guy was some new guy you just introduced for the movie he was not the guy that i spent some 13 episodes getting to know leading into this movie don't pretend like they were the same don't kill shepherd book he was my favorite part of firefly um and don't kill wash i joss whedon needs to get over this 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 compulsion he has to kill beloved characters and i just kind of want to smack him and say you bring wash back i don't care how you figure it out <laughs> you maybe the kree can do it you do some agent colson stuff and you bring him back i mean <laughs> <laughs> You know something, with 13 episodes and no real chance at having a show ever um, to continue it, I can see why this happened. Um, you know, to wrap things up, to try to tie it all together, to give some type of closure. Um, so with that, I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed it. I watched Firefly multiple times. I, I really enjoyed Serenity. And just, it's the natural continuation for the characters. Not everyone has to live till the end. I don't say everyone. You can kill Jane. No one's saying Jane's got to stick around. <laughs> Look, they all got pretty banged up. Okay, but Wash died and Jane lived, and I would like that explained to me in a personal letter written by Joss Whedon. <laughs> you, you may not even get that because he's quit the internet altogether. He has quit the internet. Yes, that's, <laughs> that is a true statement. And you know what? We're, thing, we're better. The funny for thing it. about Serenity is actually it was Vernon and Victoria who got me to watch Firefly. This was maybe a year and a half ago because I had just never heard of it. I'd never seen it. Nothing. So I watched all Firefly, loved it to death. I've probably watched it at least five times at this point all the way through. Then I watched Serenity, and I was right there with Greg. I was just like, nope. Nope. Thank Not you. happy. Thank you, Goose. <laughs> I know there's a reason you're on every every single hero talk. <laughs> because I, I was right there with Greg. When, when Book died, I was just like, I am so done. And when Walsh died, I literally just rage quit. <laughs> just yeah. like, no, I can't know. Of yeah. all the people that you could have killed, those were the two you'd never do. Exactly. They were my screw you guys, I'm going home moment. They could have killed Mal, and I would have been okay with it. But Hell, I, the hero sacrifice, that's a cliche in and of itself. Yeah, He's, but, He dies to save the galaxy. I'm down with that. But those two, no, they needed to live into ripe old age and retire happily. I mean, Book gets to die off screen, you know, or basically gets mortally wounded off screen. We don't even get to see what happens there. Then we get Wash just gets to die without ceremony because Joss Whedon, and then Mal gets to live somehow, and Jane gets to live somehow. I mean, I guess Was the only Jane person... Not your favorite character? I don't like Jane. I really don't. I don't... Not even a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know people love Jane. I No, I can't. 
I like Kaylee though. I if they if they Kaylee would have been I don't know if they could have gotten away with killing Kaylee. I think if he mm. killed Kaylee, people would have left the theater and said, Screw you, Joss Whedon. I think so. I know I would have. Yeah. Alright, so so there's Serenity. That's that's my that's that's all <sighs> Dude, I gotta say just, about that. Just ugh, I can't even <laughs> Yeah. All right. Goose, what do you got? What's next? I can't believe it's taken us this long to have an Uvi Bowl movie on the list, but I guess I gotta be the guy. I'm gonna go with Blood Rain. Oh, this, that this was that was pretty bad. Yeah, this this is a movie. What disappointed me the most? I was a huge fan of the Blood Rain video game. So when I saw, I knew nothing of Uwe Boll or his reputation at the time. So I saw the poster and it looked just like the video game. I was like, maybe they'll finally get it right. <laughs> That's the first oh, bad sign. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, it was a, it was a good, good actress in the lead. I liked other things she's done. Listen, I, I don't like Uwe Boll's movies, but sometimes they're so bad they're entertaining. And I've actually watched um, both direct-to-video sequels to Blood Rain. I want to say there was like Blood Rain High Noon and Blood Rain Third Reich or something like that. So I really can't say that I dislike the movie so much that I'm willing to watch even the really terrible sequels that uh, you can find on Netflix. And I do recommend catching them sometime because they're so bad they're good. All right. But yeah, I mean, the movie was bad. It was it looked it man it had everything going for it. Christina Locken is great. And I like her. Uh, it had Sir Ben Kingsley in it, which is a hit or miss. I, the thing that really, uh, strikes me the most, and I, it, it's where my mind goes immediately when, when I think of this movie, is there was a sex scene that was so awkward. Like, it was just, it was uncomfortable to watch, and you're almost like, could, could you have just maybe not put that in this movie, please? Could we just- exactly. It's just, it's just, cre- <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, there's no romance to it. It's just creepy. I've, there's, I mean, it just, even, let's, let's get rid of the romance angle. Let's just talk strictly in terms of physics and logistics, and it's, it's just, it physically didn't look right. Do you even physics movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're just looking like, I don't, what's going on? You're just trying to work out the logistics in your head, and you're like, that that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking like, I. it's it's like bad gymnastics, really, more than anything else. It was, uh And it made no sense per the story at all. There was no reason for it to happen when it did. No, it's literally it out of left field. <laughs> it's all of a sudden like, hey, so we're rated R, right? That's that was the conversation, really. <laughs> we are now. We gotta throw this in here, I guess, just for the sake of have. Oh yeah, it's it's awful and it's I mean, it's so bad that you're like, I just wish it never happened. All right, but then, no, good good pick. Uh, all right, Vernon, you're up. What do you got? The Last Airbender. Ooh. And you know what? Oh, and you know what? I had I had no one to freaking blame but myself. <laughs> Yeah, and I had, I had my, I had, you know what? I had my reservations, you know, going into it. I was like, they let M Night Shyamalan write the script too. Um, he not only did they let him direct, but they let him write the script instead of the guys who worked on the show and created the damn thing. So yeah, that made no sense. And so I get in there, and oh my god, you know what? I'm just gonna give a shout out here, uh, Cinemasins. Every point that they make is on point with what I have wrong with, what I feel is wrong with this movie. Um, besides the fact that they try to shove 20 episodes of story into, <laughs> into, into what? A two hour movie? Yeah. 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 And they do and, so in such a way that like they gloss over really, really important things. Really important stuff. 
Yeah. I'm like, just don't even watch the movie. Just watch the freaking show. It's that it's that bad. They it, miss it really, so much. I mean, it, it, it's it's bad because it's not even like, oh, so like the show explains that much better. It's like, this is really important and the importance of it is seen downstream in the movie, but because the movie just glossed over it, nobody would understand why the characters are acting the way they are later. Yep. It was all... Yep. And you know what? I'm with Vernon. I knew it was going to be bad. I heard every bad review of this movie, and I thought to myself, I have to see. Is it really that bad? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't look at reviews. Oh, um, should have. I was like, see, I, I had a bad feeling, and that's where you, you should, should always, have. I mean, you the should M- always trust yeah. your gut. I mean, M. Night Shyamalan should have been... Like, <laughs> I I have been in a theater and experienced the M. Night Shyamalan groan. <laughs> I've actually seen it. Like it's a myth. I've been in theaters when it happens. Uh, just... Oh, like... What's funny is Vernon and I, in the, in the long ago, we were doing a podcast on The Last Airbender, and I think we came up with the finest line to explain this movie. <laughs> Rule 34 had more respect for The Last Airbender than did this movie. <laughs> it's i have to imagine that's true because this movie oh is God. not respectable i mean how do you how do you take the concept of you know like we get to do all the air bending and stuff and make it so bad and make it look boring i mean like people are bending and you're just like i don't, I don't care oh and the earth bending i really have some bad language for that yeah <laughs> oh yes very much i have so. such bad language for that like how many moves did it take to move fire and earth mm-hmm yeah, they. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> that was bad. Nobody should ever see this movie ever. Just please, please just watch the show ever. and the, and the spinoff, Legend of Korra. I hated it at first, but then it got progressively better. Just oh. watch I those. Most insu- I think the fun. most insulting part of the whole movie is the fact that they sequel bait so hard because they thought That's, they were going to make so another one. It's so cute, though, isn't it? It's like book one of three. One, like, of yeah, three. no, and then at it's, the end like they have that. Of- it's like at the end of Mario Brothers where the princess runs in and they're like, oh, I believe. Like, yeah, sure, you're getting a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and toward the end of this movie, you know the character they're introducing to set up like the second movie. And I'm just like, yeah, it's really cute that, the, that they think this is going to work. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even like – she looks – she looks cute. She doesn't look stoic and terrifying for the character that they're trying she to portray. Like she knows she's only going to get to act for like thirty seconds. Yeah, she's, she's like, like this I is, don't. This she's is got not, this, this is stupid, not happening. She's got this stupid smile on her face, and I just I wanted to hit her. I I don't even like you know what you know what no no I wanted to hit M Night Shyamalan because they're like they're putting this girl and making false promises and damn you Shyamalan and can I just say okay if you're if you're going to try to be eth- ethnically proper in the pronunciation of characters' names, how about you be ethnically proper with the casting? Yeah, that was Ooh. that was really really odd. I look, I don't mind if if uh, you know this this kid is a is you know a karate champion or whatever. Like he was really good. Um, he he did a decent enough job. It's just he wasn't directed properly. Uh, for the for the part of Ang or I'm sorry Ong, Ong. they pronounce Ong. <laughs> How do you get the main character's name wrong in the movie? Ong? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> Katara, Sokka, they're they were painted brown mm-hmm. and put into a movie. They were tanned. No one noticed it. They were. T- oh, I'm so angry. They were tanned, <laughs> and all the firebenders are like Middle Eastern guys, and I'm like, yep. it's isn't it based more on Japanese culture? Yeah. Like, oh. 
the Fire Nation? Like, aren't they supposed to be? Yeah, there was. Of... Yeah, there was. There was a lot of people were were angry about it, and the fact that the movie was awful. So, like, so you can't even justify it. It was a quality thing. Like, nope. there's no justification. <laughs> you just you just accented how bad it was. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. So, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to move okay. on. I'm ready good, to move good, on. Good, Don't good. see this movie. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Jeff, you're up. What's next? All right. Well. uh... I don't. I, I don't know that I'm alone in in this one. Uh, a lot, and a lot of people had this reaction, but it, it, I uh, I had a particularly negative reaction to the film Mulholland Drive. Now I'm not a David Lynch guy anyway, and I've heard that you know some of his TV stuff works a lot better. I, you know, long forms obviously a different medium. Maybe it takes time to tell a David Lynch story properly. Never really liked any of the other films I've seen of his. Um, I've seen maybe 10 minutes of The Elephant Man. That's a bit more of a period piece, probably a bit more true to form. But Mulholland Drive, I mean, there's a story in there, I guess. There's a a point to it, but I don't know what the hell it was. And the only thing I thought when I was done watching this movie was I wish I could have those two hours back. Like, you, you, you literally have no idea what's going on. And from what I can tell, you pretty much need to research it online or somewhere else to find out what people's interpretations of the films are. Um, none of the performances are really that good. And I, I mean, I, I can't even describe to you what the film's about because it, it, it really defies any explanation. I, I mean, I just didn't see anything redeeming in, in the movie at all. It was just terrible from, from start to finish. And, uh, it's, it's not exactly motivated me to go out and see his other stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of people I know who are big fans of, Twin Peaks, but oh, man, if there's if there's any <laughs> if there's any of this DNA in it, I, the the part of me doesn't want to go anywhere near <laughs> near it because I I I I'm like if I'm going to invest time in something, I want to get some sort of level of enjoyment out of it, and when I get none, that's kind of unforgivable <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, we've all watched just time, filler movies, popcorn movies, so bad it's good movies crap movies just for the hell of it uh-huh. at the end of Mulholland Drive I was ju- I just felt like I'd been robbed and I wanted that I, I probably watched it on a Sunday you know which made it even worse thinking oh, no. yeah I gotta go to work tomorrow and I just blew two hours and five minutes on that piece of crap like it's just <laughs> it's just terrible and I've I started like going a few minutes down the road of trying to read interpretations of it and I just thought I don't care I don't want to have to watch uh, a documentary to explain the film. I don't want to have to buy cliff notes to understand what the hell is going on there. Uh, you know, there's some people who can't get their heads around Shakespeare. Uh, there's just a little bit of a fancy language barrier there. This is just like folded over Escher print garbage, basically, as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, Great description. Yeah, like, and, and when you when you look it up and you see all the the um, palm doors and things that he's won and shit like that i i just think well you know i wish i could be the sort of wanker who liked movies like this but i, I just don't and and th- this film goes beyond just it's not for me into the like it's so terrible I, I i literally feel robbed watching it and uh i i would go nowhere near it if i were you <laughs> all right so that was five minutes on Maholland drive on a hero <laughs> talk so something I wouldn't have thought was possible until now. <laughs> I guess never this was the only. I never will. This was the only format that could have ever gotten Mulholland Drive mentioned on Hero Talk. So <laughs> yes, there we go. All right, we're just gonna move on. That was good, Jen. What do you got? Well, you know, it's funny we kind of touched on the Psycho remake. Um, that's not what I was gonna bring up, but it reminded me of another remake that I just absolutely just despise. 
and it is the 1999 version of House on Haunted Hill. Um, that the the original, of course, oh, the William yeah. Castle classic with Vincent Price is another movie that I grew up on. Yes, it's campy. Yes, it's cheesy. Yes, it's you know late fifties horror. So you know it's it's kind of silly, but it's it's in such an endearing way that I absolutely love it. And I feel like Vincent Price could carry anything, right? Because he was amazing. The remake. I don't understand why they even thought it was a good idea to touch such a classic, but it's it's overly gory. It's the set design is bizarre. The building is bizarre. Like, yes, the original building was a Frank Lloyd Wright building that I've actually seen in person. So it had a unique look to it. This was an overly computer generated tower. The characters were just awful. I didn't care if they all died. It was it was a different kind of cheesy, a cheesy that almost felt disrespectful to the original. Like, this isn't the late 50s. If you're going to remake it, make it scary, don't. It just, it felt like a disgrace, honestly, and I absolutely hated watching it, and I'll never watch it again. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. But Tay Diggs. (laughs) Jeffrey Rush, (laughs) I mean, Tay Diggs. (laughs) Can you hate anything with Tay Diggs? This, oh my god. Have you seen that man smile? (laughs) You know what? I didn't want to see him smile in this movie. I didn't want to see anybody in this movie. All right. Chris Kattan of Saturday Night Life. <laughs> Wasn't he oh, like a scientist? Right. Am I remembering that right? That's Honestly, hilarious. I've only seen it once. <laughs> yeah. So uh, some of it's fuzzy, but I remember a lot of computer-generated crap. This bizarre, yeah. like, stretched face, like something out of Doctor Who, just... <sighs> I love House on Haunted Hill, and even if you don't, even if it's not for you, or you think it's cheesy or whatever, this remake just shits on it. Sorry, pardon the yeah, all right. There we <laughs> Terrible. go. Guys are making me step on the bleep button today. Okay. <laughs> that was my only one tonight. That's that's true. You've been pretty good <laughs> considering that we have not been talking about very fun things. All right, so we are gonna we're gonna go one more round, one more time through. We're gonna make them quick uh, okay. because we have uh, we have been eating a lot of time talking about some miserable miserable cinematic experiences. So next is up for me. Uh, so I have a couple of really high contenders, but I, I got I got to pick this one. Uh, I was had this movie hyped up to me so much. I mean, everyone talked it up, and I went to see it, and it was. I remember all the campaigns saying the fear is real, the fear is real, and I blame this movie not only for what it did, but for starting the whole stupid genre, the Blair Witch Project. <gasps> oh. Oh, I love that movie. Nobody loves that movie. I love that movie, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I really do. I mean, I I remember watching the movie and I even thinking to myself, like, just from a survivalist standpoint, all these people deserve to die. That final scene, though, like, that kind of sticks with you. That's crazy. No, it doesn't. I I disliked it. I disliked the, I'm so scared. Like, I'm scared. Oh, well, no one likes that I'm not getting this time back. <laughs> Oh, I do not like it. I think, and and now now we have found footage. To this day, we still have found footage films. And a, how do you like Paranormal tactic. and not like Blair Witch? I think Paranormal Good probably point. had a little bit better. It was something a little different. Blair Witch was a whole lot of nothing happened. Like nothing mm. happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. Guys in the corner, movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I'm re- what I loved about it is it, it it didn't have to have a whole lot happening to build up tension and to be scary. No, it sort of did. It really, it really did need something more. <laughs> nothing was not building up tension for me. 
Okay. I, I I'm just the whole time I'm like so you're just following the river, really. You have a compass. You know about where you came from. You know. It's... But they were lost, and that was the whole thing. Is the woods like messed with them? Yeah, I was like getting... Oculus, but in a in a in a in woods. <laughs> oh no, don't yeah, say that. Yeah, no, I think I think you're exactly right, Vernon. It was like <laughs> Oculus, but instead of a mirror, the was... woods were messing with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, it was... No, I, I can't remember. Did Blair Witch get a sequel that it made did. theaters? Cause oh, yes. Yes, did, it did. Did the sequel actually yes, hit theaters? Goose, Goose's no. review yes, of it, it was did. hilarious. Oh, it did. It did hit theaters. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, even Jeffrey Donovan couldn't save that crap, so I'm going to just group them together. Blair Witch, Blair Witch 2. Uh, just no more Blair Witch, please. Okay, uh, Goose, what do you got next? All right, the next one for me, this is the... Sequel, in my opinion, to one of the only good video game movies I've seen outside of Resident Evil, and that is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That movie, I absolutely hated it. And the fact is, I love the first one so oh, much. So I, I loved it. I loved the first it. one, too. Yeah, and then when this one came out, I was just like, what the hell happened? Yeah. I will say the first one has not aged well, mm. but this movie was definitely... First, they, no. they replaced so many characters. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can tell, because the first one clearly ends, there's going to be a second one. So the fact that half the cast just jumps ship is not <laughs> a good sign. Yeah, and they killed Johnny Cage in like the first five minutes. Mm. Which, I, I mean, I guess the actor was like, yeah, I'll come back, but I don't want to have to film this whole thing. <laughs> no, that was the worst part, is that they recast him. It wasn't even they, the same Johnny Cage? No, it wasn't the same guy. Wow. It was so, a new guy for, like, apparently, maybe he really sucked at acting, so they said, okay, kill him off. I don't get what's going on. Yeah, I mean, no Chris Lambert. Uh, the, the effects were awful, and they tried so hard to jam three games worth of stuff into this movie. <laughs> like, now we need to get animalities in there, and now this guy has to show up. And now this guy has to show up. And people were showing up and dying, like in the same scene. Like even three or four characters they mentioned, so that they died off screen completely. You know, <laughs> it was yeah. It felt very much like the old Street Fighter movie, where it's like the characters here just to say the characters here. You don't talk about the Street Fighter the movie point. that way. All right, <laughs> I love that movie. The movie's oh, it's awesome. E- oh, it's an awesome movie, but <laughs> there are a lot of characters in it that are just there for sake of having the character. Yeah, in it. I mean, in this like entire uh, yeah. It was silly, and and the robot showing up with no real explanation. Yeah, yeah. It definitely, it definitely got weird. All right, um, and just the random, the way that the sh- guy who plays Shao Kahn just would randomly flip for no apparent reason. It's just like, yeah. what are you doing, man? We need more jumping in this. Am I <laughs> am I the only one who thinks that the guy who plays Liu Kang looks a little bit like Getty Lee from Rush? Am I alone there? Is it just the hair? Robin Shu? Do you have a problem with Robin Shu? <laughs> no, I like I like him. Just he's got a bit of a Getty thing going on there. Yeah. He was he was Mowgli in the live action jungle book, the first one. Oh. He did. He played Mowgli. Yeah. So you got that going for you. All right, Vernon, what do you got? What's next? Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Oh. Oh, the I didn't company know there was killed one. Square so. Yikes. Yeah, that's that is a rough movie, I will tell you that. Saw that in the theaters, walked As out did I. And like what, what was that? What did I just see here? As did I, cuz what ended up happening was it it seems like it seems like this was meant to be really deep and like I don't know, spiritual and smart and stuff like that, but it really came off as pretentious, especially in a in a rewatch of it recently. Um, so, yeah, yeah uh, really didn't like it when I was younger and really hate it now. Yeah, and let me tell you, those character models, they they spent so much time in the Uncanny <laughs> Valley, they had built four houses in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Wow, and, those are creepy models. Yeah, in fact, uh, they're, yeah. they're a little fun joke. Uh, so I was playing the game Life is Strange, which is made by Square Enix, or Enix. I never remember which one it is. And one of the characters in that drops this line of like, oh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within, awesome movie. Who cares what the critics <laughs> say? Like, no, hang on, Square. You don't, no, you don't get to do that. This Did was you rewind that? <laughs> this was objectively bad. And yeah, it's funny, Jeff. Yeah, the game mechanic is you rewind. Anyway, you look forward to that, Jen. Somebody's going to pretend that was a good movie in that game. Yeah. All right. So literally, literally the, the best, best thing, thing about, that, about movie. that movie is, I think it's a quote from Razor Fist. They should have used, "It's better to be deep than wide." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Literally, the best thing about that movie that came, and this is something that only came to light on the DVD, is there's a there's an Easter egg where you can get. Uh, a short recreation of one of the scenes from Thriller with the entire cast. They must have programmed it. I've seen it on YouTube. It's actually pretty good. It's like the whole cast doing the the dance with Michael Jackson and the zombies in line. And it's funnier and more enjoyable than the movie. Just those two minutes. So... All right. So I, I'm sorry. Is it the, the the CGI cast or the actual voice cast? No, the CGI cast. Just like just oh the yeah. yeah, those creep. Yeah. Uh, that was man. CGI was not where it should have been at to make that movie when they made that movie. Not Ugh. even close. No. Oh man, these these characters. They were they were all. They looked like they were just all dead inside. This is a <laughs> franchise that has half rabbit people for God's sakes, and yet this is where the creepy people. Yeah, came I, I remember from. watching. Yeah. This movie going like aren't there supposed to be like ostriches running around or something like <laughs> didn't seem like final fantasy at all all right okay that's a good one all right jeff all right my last one uh and again this is another this is another thing where i you know this genre probably wasn't uh i probably wasn't the target audience for this but I was always told that I should at least see one Cheech and Chong movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. I, okay. I, that, yep. that was one of those things where I was like, you know, I've I've never seen one, and I'm I'm all right with that. And then I had to go and watch the Corsican Brothers, which, my God, and I hate going back to the uh, swashbuckling, uh, well, twice in one podcast, but you know, this is effectively sort of a take on you know some bastardized version of an Alexander Dumas story, uh, you know. Uh, very much in the uh, in France or whatever, but oh my God, it's uh, it's horrendous. And you know Johnny Chong and and Cheech Marin are not the best actors to begin with, but the what they manage with the material in this movie, and they do manage to fit in some weird substance jokes in there as well, despite the fact that it's a period piece. So yeah, uh, they're not exactly stretching themselves at all. It, it's it's horrible. Uh, the cast is just awful, top to bottom. I don't think there's a fight scene in the film that that isn't like you can tell if, uh, if an action film is or the action scenes are bad when they cut away before the weapons ever sort of like land together or anything like that. It's they they've literally cut around any scene where anyone has to do any sort of action. It's just horrendous and, and it's and it's long too. You wouldn't think that a Cheech and Chong film would be like you know sort of padding out the time, but. It's almost like they had filmed to burn on this one. It, it, it's awful. Uh, and I'm not really recommending any other Cheech and Chong films, having, having not seen any others. But uh, if you're going to watch one, I don't know why you would. Uh, probably steer clear of this one. Um, why someone thought that putting Cheech and Chong into a historical film would be yeah, that's a wrong. good idea. If you want uh, Cheech and Chong, go see Up in Smoke. Yeah. Like, yeah see, totally. them in their, see them in their elements. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. don't pretend that they're going to be able to pull off uh, you know, a, 
uh, a period piece because uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't really know how this film got greenlit. Like, what what were they were they thinking that there was an audience for this just as long as you know were it was them back ask, together were they smoking? again? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's probably a good question. Oh, yeah, man. One, of, one of the worst films I've ever seen it was a rental. It was one of those situations where somebody just said, "Hey, we could try this," and afterwards I was just uh, wishing that they had literally picked up anything else uh awful film okay all right jen you get to close us out i'm gonna close us out and get stoned by everybody um Mm. this movie is a classic it has a stellar cast it's considered widely as one of the greatest films of all time and even though i'm fascinated by the genre of organized crime i cannot stand the godfather Ooh. I, I'm serious. I I sat through the whole thing. I was patient. I kept thinking, you'll get into it. You'll start to care. You'll start to appreciate it. I devoted the full movie, and I just was like, I don't get it. And I, Jen, I know none Jen, of you, you have to leave now. Agree. Wow. So, <laughs> I don't oh, get it. I am going to get, get so much hate mail. <laughs> hey, it's just my opinion. I I mean I'm not a huge Godfather fan. All right, it's Just it's some people are like I could watch this movie a hundred times. Like nope, saw it once, I'm good. But I wouldn't add it to my worst movie ever list. Wow, I couldn't stand it. That is harsh. Couldn't stand it. But yeah. I, I, the Dark Princess do not reflect hero talk or the <laughs> 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 Wow, that, I mean, that is harsh. I, like at I, least I, she's seen I, it. I I've never actually seen it. I'm ashamed how, to admit. I thought I was the only person that hadn't until yeah. then. Huh. Yeah, no, don't watch uh, it. Or if you do, I'm not going to hang around with you <laughs> during it. Wow. I mean, like, I, I will say it's not a super exciting movie. I get the appeal, but I also get the people like, no. But, but wow. I love, like, organized crime, mob, mafia, like all that. The just... genre, not the actual organized yes. crime, mob, and mafia. <laughs> yes, the genre. <laughs> I want to clarify your wording there. I, I, I don't know. I just don't get it. All right. That movie. Wow. What a what a confusing and befuddled place to end Hero Talk. <laughs> <laughs> we still have, like, last thoughts to brighten We the do. Mood. We do. I'm introducing a, a new segment here on Hero Talk because, uh, I don't know, I just felt we need another segment right at the end. So I am giving you final thoughts. All right. So final thoughts, because it's the first time, I'm going to let everyone know what it is. Uh, I'm giving my panel each 30 seconds. They can do with whatever they want to talk about anything that they want or to pass they don't have to use the 30 seconds there's there's no gun to their head but after 30 seconds i will interrupt as rudely and loudly and obnoxiously <laughs> as possible and move on to the next person all right and i will hold my own thoughts to the end my thought will be the final thought and so with that i'm gonna start with uh goose final thoughts in this particular instance the goose has no final thoughts <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right you're the very first final thought ever tumbleweed decided to pass <laughs> All right, all right. You, that's that's your right, Vernon. Final thoughts. Follow me at Black Dragon fifteen on Twitter and the same handle on Instagram. And thank you for listening. All right, short and sweet. Good, Jeff. Final thoughts. I'd uh, just like to recommend a uh, TV miniseries that I'd seen. I'm a little late to the party on this one. Uh, Generation Kill by HBO. Uh, story of a uh, platoon of recon marines going into uh, Iraq in the 2003 conflict uh really well done based on a true story um excellent cast um you know it's it's what you'd expect from an hbo show 30 seconds yeah excellent (laughs) 
<laughs> was that the warning or the actual 30 seconds? <laughs> that was... Yeah. Oh, okay. That was me telling... Stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jen, final thought. Uh, if anyone hasn't played or watched the Resident Evil 7 demo, get on it, play it, watch it on YouTube, do what you gotta do. It's fantastic. All right. See, that's how it's done, Jeff, right there. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. My final thoughts are right, I listen to lots of podcasts, and obviously I recommend that you should be downloading every podcast the Enthusiast puts out. They, they literally it get better every single time. But a couple of other ones I like to listen to, uh, check out Girl Tribe Gaming. Full disclosure, I'm a patron on Patreon, but they have a really great podcast. I love listening to them, girltribegaming.com. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining me on Hero Talk. You're welcome. Thanks for having thank us. You. Thank you. All right. On behalf of my panel, we just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, you want to check out any more contact, you can visit Enthusiacs.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for Enthusiacs. And until next time, this is Judge Greg saying, let's do the time warp again. <laughs> All right. Wouldn't be There's more audio that will never see the light of day. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Start yeah, that I, sentence over again.